Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Raglan. Hey V, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Cool. We've got a lovely guest today. I know. Wowie zowie. <laughs> She's a, a great sh- actress and not too shabby on the eyes. Yeah, I don't know if that's sexist. No, I say that about the men too. True. I always say Somebody's how cute good they looking. Are. There's no reason that you can't ad- Let's admit acknowledge to that it. We're all human beings. That's right. That's right. Agnes Bruckner, um, who's uh, just showed up in Once Upon a Time. She's on The Return. She was Anna Nicole in the Anna Nicole movie on Lifetime. Uh, so we'll be talking to her in a couple minutes. A little bit of quick housekeeping. <laughs> if you like the show, leave a review on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, click five stars, say, Cole and Vanessa are doing a really great job with this passion project. I'm so glad I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, you can also email us. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all. We'll write you back. Guest suggestions or just say hello or whatever. Any cool gifs? Yeah, send us some gifs. I mean, mean peanut butter. Um, that choosy moms choose. Oh, and just a second for all of our Los Angeles uh, adjacent friends. One of uh, John and I's good friends, she's an amazing director. Her name is Varda Barkar, and she has a documentary coming out that's going to be really amazing. And if you're around, you should come to the screening in Santa Monica on May 7th. Um, it's called Big Voice. It's a musical documentary about a high school choir director really pushing his students to become a big voice. And apparently, like, there's a lot lot of drama uh, mm. with the students and whatnot, but it's an uplifting documentary and it's got music in it and it's made by this awesome, awesome woman. So if you are around, uh, go to bigvoicemovie.com and check it out. Oh, and that, I mean, you can check it out even if you're not local and find a way to see it after it's released, I'm sure. Um, but I love me a documentary and I'm so excited about it. Yeah, check that out, LA peoples. Uh, also, we're primarily listener supported. Yeah, so support us. You can go to our website, popmyculturepodcast.com, and there's a little donate button. And really, if you just click it, any little amount you give helps us with all our related costs Very uh, true. to keep this little mama jamma going. That's right. And we'll uh, give you a shout out on a future podcast oh. should you donate to the podcast. The golden egg. I tell you. Mm. Uh, so yeah, please uh, feel free to send a couple ducats our way. We'd appreciate it. Mm, the ducats. Otherwise, just uh, thanks for coming to the show and listening. Yeah. We really appreciate it. So we're not talking into a vacuum. Hope you enjoy it. But uh, I'm literally talking into a vacuum She right really now. is. It's, so it's a weird. Hoover. It's, it's fun. It's her sponsor. It's bizarre. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's, uh, let's get to Agnes, shall we? Okay, bye. All right, here we go. Uh, our guest today, well, she's a great actress. She's on lots of things currently. She just appeared on Once Upon a Time as Lily. Uh, she's on The Returned. She played Anna Nicole on Anna Nicole. Agnes <laughs> Bruckner is here. Yay! Welcome! Thank you. Yeah, for thank you for here. coming. We're excited yeah, to have you. Thanks for having me. This is fun. So, a uh, major event happened in television. I, I did that strangely because it's yeah. only to some people. But uh, last week, uh, McDreamy, a.k.a. Patrick Dempsey's character on Grey's Anatomy, was killed off very unexpectedly, yeah. like they like to do. Yeah. Do you follow? I don't follow. Neither do I. This is, I just found this out this morning. It yeah. sounds like a big game changer, yeah. though. Yeah, I know. I saw, I saw something about it on, I think, Facebook, and everybody was you know tweeting and stuff like oh, that oh yeah i did see a lot of people being like why would they spoil it but i didn't know what the spoiler was well about. Yeah. 
yeah. part of the problem was Entertainment Weekly had a big scoop on it, and that's supposed to hit newsstands on Friday. But subscribers sometimes get it in their mailbox on Thursday. Oh, so like the, the, yes. <laughs> the article is like the doctor is out. People are like, what? Because they kept it under wraps pretty good. I guess like the cast and the crew were like very careful about it, so yeah. they wanted it to really be a surprise. But that kind of tipped it. Yeah, oh, that didn't sucks. really tip until that day. But still, people who were all excited about that show to watch it that night picked up their EW and were like, what? So yeah, that, it's hard though with with TV and keeping secrets and stuff. Yeah. Like I, when I got Once Upon a Time, um, you know, I couldn't say who I was going to be at all. Like nothing. Like you're just going to be on the show, and people were going crazy, and it was so hard for me because I was, you know, I love the character so much, and I was just like, oh, I want to tell everybody, but yeah. I can't. Oh my and gosh, that had to guessing. be so exciting. Yeah, yeah. You could have just like been like, I'm a Dalmatian. There's a hundred more of us. <laughs> yeah, no, like- the the fans were actually, I mean, they've been so amazing. Um, they were guessing and, you know, they get together and have like group sessions on, you know, storylines and things like that. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that sucks for them. Oh, McDreamy. Oh, know, McDreamy. Right? Well, the fact that it's still, he's done like 250 episodes. Like, well, and that like McDreamy is like a word now. I feel like that <laughs> has is. been brought into the lexicon. It's like, like I, in know. the, I think it's been put into whatever. Like No. no. Well, they put dough in the dictionary or whatever from Simpsons. Oh, wow. Like that became really? a thing, yeah. Oh my God, my brother I probably knows that. He's obsessed with Simpsons. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's weird just that like. You know, people were like, there's a one more season. They've kind of announced the next season. How many last, seasons is it? It'll, I feel like my year. whole life. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, been right? a very, I didn't even, I mean, I don't really watch a lot of TV. I didn't even know it was still on. And I yeah. saw that and I was like, wait, what? They're still going? That's awesome. Well, especially since Shonda has like 19 other shows right yeah. now. Yeah, poor that, woman. She must I know. Be so you know, poor. She really yeah. Rough. I feel so bad for her. I, know, I tell you. <laughs> but you did a couple of private practices, right? Yes. So you've, you've been in her world. Yes. Yeah. And private practice is a spinoff of Grey's, yeah? Yeah. It's, I, I think, think it was so. uh, yeah. Richard Face's character, Kate. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, um, yeah, no, that was fun. Um, I got to work with um, Tim Daly again, who's so cool. And he actually, I worked with him when I was like 16. And I came on to uh, private practice, and I, I think it was like four or five years ago or something. And um, I didn't expect him to remember me or you know whatever because it was so long ago but he came in and he was like Bruckner it's so good to see you I was like oh my god and he is talk about McDreamy yeah he's Mm. like super hot meow 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 yeah (laughs) like whoa and he's you know like I think he's what like in his like late 50s it's working let me tell you damn it is not bad that situation (laughs) I love it though when people are like great and then they're also class acts like they remember you they're kind I mean I feel like that's the best calling card a person can have that's why those people still work i mean honestly like your star only burns so bright for so long from like a marketing standpoint or whatever that the nice people then continue to work once it fades a little bit because people want to hire them and work with them because it's fun and easy and yeah yep and the jerks disappear yes at least that's what you hope well sometimes (laughs) (laughs) i think a few get through the crack (laughs) old hollywood but they really engineered it, the the McDreamy exit, to be, like, 100 hankies. Because, like, uh, you know, he's, like, on the... Like, it was a car wreck or whatever, and he goes into the ICU. And, oh, uh, of course, uh, Gray, Meredith, whatever, is standing over him. And it's playing a cover of uh, Chasing Cars, which is, like, the big breakout song <laughs> on the show. Um, you know, engineered to really make it... Weak. Does Jenny and, watch? Uh, she used to. Yeah. I think she kind of stopped. I feel like the closest moment to that I've had is I watched Good Wife, and when Will mm-hmm. got killed, 
It was such a shocker. But nobody spoiled it for me. But that's a, it's a weird feeling because you kind of just trust in those shows. Like you're yeah. so in the world that you just trust that those characters are going to stay there. And yeah. Like, no. <laughs> well, you assume that like people are untouchable, like the, yeah. you know, the cornerstones of shows and like, you might read that they want off the show or they want to be written off. So then you, you see it coming, but yeah. But when they really like yank the rug out from underneath yeah. you and stuff, that's, that's rough. Yeah. It can be rough. Yeah. Well, they're going to get through it. And then the show going off the air will be a little easier because they've already lost McDreamy. McDreamy. Oh, McDreamy. Well, that's what's weird about it is it has one season left. They've kind of announced it. So you kind of figured that he would just <laughs> hang out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he'll be an angel. It'll be like tus- touched by Touch a gray angel. <laughs> and he'll, he'll be appearing in their McDreams. McAngels. Yeah. In the McDreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really feel like McDonald's really, really dropped the ball there. They yeah. tied him in. Oh, my gosh. Just... They should have the McDreamy flurry for his death. Wait, do they do flurries? They, yeah. They, it's His name sounds like something you could get at McDonald's. It should be, yeah. Something delicious. Yes. Right. And not good for you. No offense, <laughs> McDonald's, but you guys peddle shit. <laughs> well, he's also really into like racing, like car racing. Oh, really? Fancy. Like that's like the thing he does in his spare time. So I thought it was kind of weird that they killed him in a car wreck. Just, like, yeah, Frankie Moon is. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. But na- I think he's into NASCAR. Yeah. Which like is like, mm-hmm. oh really? Yeah. That is so like, bizarre. Three yeah. hours of left turns. I <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I just can't get into I it. I watched Formula One. Um, I've been watching. My dad's a huge fan, so he got me into it. But it's like different tracks, and you know they go to different countries and all that. But NASCAR, I just don't get it. I'm like, it's just like round and around and around and around and around. But are you a car person in general? Um, I love driving. Like I really, really Ooh. love driving. Um, born and raised in LA, so you kind of have to drive everywhere yeah. here. Yeah, it's a place for driving. Yes, <laughs> um, and I love it. I rock out to music. I just zone out. It's it's. I love driving. Um, I'm not like a huge car person though. Like yeah. I don't really. Are you I've an always, adrenaline person? Mm, like like in general I don't know I'm thinking um, of like whatever NASCAR like ziplining oh, skydiving yeah. no hell no. <laughs> no, 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 no no I'm not jumping out of any planes yeah. um, no I, I'm like already such a like energized like nervous kind of person I just I get I go to an audition and it's like going on a roller coaster. Yeah. So it's, you know, I get. And you don't have to die as much. Yeah. Anything that has like a big percentage of dying for fun, I just think is not a great idea. Yeah. No. I mean, I love like, like sports and, and, uh, boating and things like that, but I, I'm not like going to jump out of a plane or bungee jump or anything like that. I respect that. Yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely the same way. Yeah. And I enjoyed like driving. Shocker of the century. Um, I'm not a big risk taker. I, mean, I, play, I play softball. I, mean, I play softball. That's, that's about the extent it's of my, that's my craziness. Um, another thing that just happened is a pic was leaked uh, by director David Ayer of Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah. Oh, was that leaked or he? Well, he put it out. He put it out. Um, but then now, and of course, like the internet reaction was like, no, everybody like lost their minds because he looks like he's like a Limp Biscuit fan or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw there was like a couple tattoos. Like there's something on his forehead. It was like danger or something. Yeah. It was just kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. He's like ha 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 tattooed all over his body. Yeah. It just feels so cheesy. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like something that they're just like distracting you with, and he's going to look different or something. I don't know. Well, that's part of what they're saying is that it might have just been kind of like a joke, joke or whatever. Yeah. And because there's other people have leaked like <laughs> shots of like somebody's like camera on the set or whatever, and it shows him, and it's just kind of like green hair, and he looks kind of normal. Yeah. So they're thinking maybe that that was just kind of like a big. I'm just, I'm still like Heath Ledger was my favorite oh, Joker I know. so far. So I, every time I, it comes up, I always think of him and it's going to be really, really hard for 
for anyone to kind of sway me away from him being my favorite. Um, well, but, and but he did give props to him yeah. for you know stepping into those. And it would everybody. be so hard to get that role, I think, because you know the weight that comes with it. Like he did such a great job. Heath Ledger, like you know, it's yeah. the most like magnetic performance. Yeah, the, the so most great. interesting villain. Yeah. And um, and when I, they announced his I, casting and showed the first photo of him, the internet's like, no, really? Like, yeah, people did not want. They did not understand the casting at the time. Yeah. Um, and really, really well, revolted. He was considered like cute guy hunky yeah, yeah, pretty boy or whatever yeah. and even though he had shown that he could act and other stuff too people weren't quite there yet he yeah. got us there honey <laughs> and yeah. now and now he's like i mean the joker's been played many times but like he's the the benchmark yeah now, yeah you know, for that, sure that's pretty much. what's crazy about it is it's sort of like when like when Die Hard came out everybody's like bruce willis can't do an action movie he's a common tv yeah. comedy guy he did moonlighting he can't do action <laughs> oh yeah and then it's like the action movie yeah and then after that he could only do action then people are like he can't do comedy he's an action star and it's yeah. like why are people so like tunnel visioned and all that i don't know you know i always tell people this that you know for for hollywood being such a like creative um you know place if people get so kind of closed-minded when they come to like certain people like they'll see you and they'll be like oh she's a white girl with blonde hair she can't play somebody that's tough or yeah. you know whatever and i get that all the time and it's it's really frustrating um because you know i can't go in with like different color hair or whatever like all the time right um and but it does it makes a huge thing your appearance it's such a like big deal but Jared Leto did, uh, what was that, um, Dallas Buyers Club, and he was so good in that. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no doubt that he's going to be great. Um, it's just going to be hard to think of, you know. We all have such a, like a reference, like such a clear yeah. reference. Yeah. yeah. Have you run into any of those casting issues? Because you started out in soap, and yep. I have, one of my friends did too, and she's had such a difficult time, like, being seen as anything else. Else. Um, I was so young. I was 11 when I was on Bold and Beautiful. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I definitely run into that problem. I started, um, my first feature was The Glass House. Um, and I didn't really know what I wanted at the time. I kind mm-hmm. of like, as an actor, I was just kind of like working and my mom was kind of like managing me. And, um, but as soon as I kind of like figured out like, you know, what I like to do, cause it was always like drama stuff, like yeah. crying girl next door. You know, <laughs> issues. And I love all that. It's great, but it's just like, it was so, um, like I already did it so many times yeah. and it was like, okay, I want to try something new, something fun. So I did a, you know, a few horror things, which was really cool. But then I was just kind of like, okay, I do not want fake blood on me anymore. Yeah. Um, over that one, uh, Glasshouse was fairly. Was that the Lily Sobieski? Yeah. Uh, my God. Yeah. Wait, was Trevor Morgan in that too? I feel like he might have. Yes. Been. All right. The, the young. Young. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He was later on in. That um, was a scary Jurassic Park, movie. Jurassic Park three. Yeah. yeah. That kid was like I used to. I did improv with him a couple of years oh, ago yeah? for a thing. Yeah, so, oh really? To, to, to That's do. so but, funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because basically, like, long story, but I'll make it very short. He uh, when he was like kind of transitioning from being a kid actor into being an adult actor, he was up for some part. And it had to be funny. And the director's like, I don't think he can be funny. And he's like, yeah, well, I do improv all the time. And he's like, nah. really? And he's like, yeah, I got a show on Friday. You should come. And the guy's like, okay. And then he like called up my friend John and said like, okay, so I just lied and said I was in an improv group. Oh, my and gosh. We have a show on Friday. So <laughs> oh, can you no. help me put together a show? So John called me because I went to college with this guy, John Artigo. And he had met Trevor at some film festival. That is something. a ballsy lie. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So he put together this little improv group just to do the show. Did you guys the- script the improv show? No, no. It wasn't like that <laughs> elaborate. But like we got a little space like over by Melton. Comics, the one around the corner, oh, like yeah. Benita stage. 
stage. We got that like on a Friday night, like at 11 o'clock or something. But you get this little group that had like me and John, my friend Chad, uh, Trevor, and then Trevor's friend, Lou Taylor Pucci, who's gone on to do all these like independent great movies and stuff yeah. like that too. To just do this improv show where we just did some How like, did short it go? games. It went fine. I mean, did it work in did his it, favor? Yeah, did I don't it. think he got that far. <laughs> but so then after that, we like Trevor got like the improv bug. And so we started doing like shows like at midnight on Saturdays oh, in Hollywood, North Hollywood. This is like seven, eight years ago. It was a while back. But yeah, yeah but it was just kind of a weird thing. So that's, oh my I gosh. That. I would never make up a lie like that. Like <laughs> just hearing that stresses me out. Like, oh, honey, you better bring it on Friday. It was yeah. ballsy. That is, got it together. That's, that's very ballsy. I ever since I was because I've always played older and um, but I, you know, until you're 18, you have to have like a teacher on set or if you know, you don't have your high school diploma or whatever. And, um, so my mom would always tell me to lie, like in auditions about my age. <laughs> and I'm like, so, I'm so like, I cannot lie to save my life. Like I'd never have been able to, I just like hate it. I hate the feeling of lying. I just don't like, so I could never do it. And I would always come out and she'd be like, did you tell them, you know, your fake age? And I would be like, no, <laughs> I can't do it. I but, told the truth. I'm so sorry, Mom. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people, like Mila, uh, Mila Kunis, um, who's a friend of mine, actually, she, you know, lied on that 70s yeah. show she, about her age. Or this. She was so young when they started that. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, I think she was like 16, and she said that she was like 18 or 19, but everybody else was... Was of age, yeah. yeah. like a lot older. Um, I just, I could never, I could never, still to this day, I'm just like, nope. Can't, can't well, all it. I can think of, like, at the beginning of a lie, my mind spirals very quickly into yeah, the yeah, outcomes. Yeah. And it's like, so they look at my driver's license. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I have to be like, well, funny story. Yeah, coming out of those, no, I'm, I'm not, I can't do that. But no that's ballsy mug. of him, good yeah. for him. Yeah, I mean, it sort of paid off. Like, yeah. he, made it, he made the show happen. Yeah. He didn't get the part. <laughs> I don't know if that's because his improv was bad or something. His improv was fine, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was Great mystery. I don't, I don't think it was writing on that show. I <laughs> I like, final laugh 23 times at the bananas not improv show yeah I tell ya oh my gosh yeah it's weird with like ages especially in Hollywood like if you're a guy it doesn't really matter like most men's birthdays and ages you can find pretty easily but a lot of the actresses it's very lock and key yeah I kind of I've always had I've never played like high school or, or even college I've always played older always um, like in Glass House I think I was I was four, 14 or 15 when I did that and I was playing like 17 and I've, I've, I've just always you know played older and even now on the return I'm playing you know somebody who's in the early 30s I'm 29 um, but I've always had like that kind of opposite problem like I've always wanted to be like older because the, like those are the parts that I would yeah. you know um, gravitate to more and uh, I was always like kind of in, in between like I couldn't play high school but I also couldn't play like opposite like Nicolas Cage or you know what I mean like right. somebody like like Jessica Biel in that one movie with him next or whatever like that's right. what I you know what I mean like I'd look at that and be like I could do that but I wasn't quite there yet so now I'm like coming into the perfect kind of zone which is exciting yeah and I mean it's showing with what you're working on right now that's yeah. so cool did you speaking of the returned had you watched the French I one? did yeah. I did I I binge watched it it was so good um those actors were amazing. Oh my gosh. On the show, like, I mean, I know some people when they have the originals, they just like, they'll stay away from it. Like yeah. some actors won't, won't watch it at all. They yeah. just, they won't go near it. Others mm -hmm. will just be like, why not? You know, I'm not going to, yeah, there's a few actors, them. a few of our, uh, actors didn't, didn't watch it. I forget who, but I, I didn't, it didn't matter to me. I wanted to see it really bad and see what it was about. 
Um, and I'm glad I did because it was amazing. Some of the performances were just like, whew. oh, the tone in that show. Yeah. It's like so interesting and yeah. so terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And they and, can all speak French. Yeah. And they, <laughs> that's amazing. And it just sounds so cool. Yeah. It really does. Like, it's true. The accents are just, you know, they're great. You should be doing it in French. Honestly, that's my one note for the show. Just my character. Yeah, too. Really like, nice. So a really weird. brave choice. One character was in French. Oh, they carried that yeah. over from the original. Oh, everyone let the would rest be like, go one of the cast members binge watched the original series. <laughs> Guess, Guess who? Oh man. Well, it's it's getting towards the end of the first season. I think they've aired like eight or nine. Yeah, there's two left. Two left. Yeah. Rad. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I think we're gonna find out. Um, about a season two, I think the last, or, you know, a few days after the last episode or something. Oh man. Um, I know it's, it's like nerve wracking, but it's been a fun ride. And, um, I've always wanted to play like, you know, a cop and get into like the action world. So, you know, this was my first cop role, which was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, and it's a juicy cop role. Yeah. 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 Um, and I got to work with, you know, Sandrine Holt, who's just super classy and awesome. Um, and Ryle, who's the you know the writer and and one of the producers on it, she's just like boss lady. Like, love hanging around her. She's so tough and like gets things done. It's good. That's nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of action stuff, we should probably do this. Yeah, um, and it's good. So for the boss Avengers yeah. uh, is coming out like this week. I know. Age of Ultron. Everybody's losing their minds. So good. Pretty <laughs> um, But they uh, they there's this press junket stuff that's been happening that have been a little controversial. Uh, whereas first, uh, they asked Jeremy Renner and Chris Evans about uh, Black Widow, which is Scarlet, ScarJo's character, uh, asked oh, her about, like, it, who would she go for or whatever. She's kind of gone with each of you or whatever. And they made some <laughs> offended, like, jokes about her being, like, a they slut. They said slut and whore. whore. Yeah. yeah. And they were joking. And, like, I know yeah. that those junkets must be so exhausting that you kind of just want to crack each other up. But it's also just, like, ooh, really poor word choices, fellas. Yeah, but it's, like, God, it's, like, you get, like, scrutinized for every Everything. single yeah. thing yep. you say nowadays. And it's so, you know... Because I just think about, like, me and my sister, we, you know, hang out all the time and we talk and we say stupid things and I'm sure people will be, you know, offended or whatever. Oh, and it's yeah. just, you know... I mean, if for them, yes, you're doing a press junket, but at the same time, it's like, you know, they've been working together for so long. I'm sure they're all really close and friends. And she must love that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I'm sure that, you know, she wouldn't take it. Bless you. Thank, Thank you. you. Wouldn't take it, you know, personally or whatever. But I did hear about that, which is like so funny because... Like God, come on, guys! There's always going to be a shit storm, <laughs> yeah. especially now with these press junkets. Everybody's getting like three to five minutes in that room, you know, and they're just constantly rotating through from everything. So they're getting asked the same questions over and over and over and, yeah. over, and over and over and over. And every once in a while, they get asked something different, and it's kind of fun for them or whatever. But yeah. most of the times, they just get punch drunk. They've been in that yeah. room for eight yeah. hours, ten hours, twelve hours. They've been doing and getting the weeks. same questions a million times. Yeah, it's tough. And now the flip side, because everything's online, like all these press junkets, like they're looking for something viral that yes. they put out there. Of so Second, the second they said that, that the interviewer was probably like, oh, we got sweet. it. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to get some clicks. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. Like, it's got to be something. But then on the flip side, uh, there's somebody in the UK that asked a question of, uh, of ScarJo and Mark Ruffalo, where they decided to ask Mark all the questions that normally she would get asked. Like, how do you fit into your costume? Did you slim down? Like, oh, all that I love kind of that. Stuff, which is a fun yeah. flip take on that. How do you fit into your that. costume? <laughs> well, I think that it, that's like such a smarter and more fun take on it because obviously like the actors are all doing their jobs. But I think that the, the thing should be turned to the questions we're asking and like this, you know, the image that you like being treated as a woman, you should just be treated as an actor. And I think yeah. it's kind of nice to switch up the hot spot. 
Well, that's and those problem. boys do have to fit in those little costumes too. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially in the action genre, though, that tends to be the problem on those junkets. Is like the guys get asked, like it's more about like your character, like and all this. Yeah. Stuff. The women get asked, like, what was it like to ride a motorcycle? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, that kind of stuff. That, like instead of uh, like, let's hear what you think about Black Widow. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's more about that stuff. And speaking of like all the merch is coming out, and there's very little Black Widow stuff. It's almost all so boy centric that it's all like a billion. Captain America, Thor, Hulk. Yeah, um, she's is she's the only female in the event. She's like right? the main the for the in this recurring, group, yeah. But, yeah. but there's like Scarlet Witch, which is um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, that's right. Um, that's going to be in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. there are like new female characters coming to the series. Yeah. So yeah, it's just weird. Well, I, I mean, toys are so like gendered now. Yeah. Um, like if you walk through a toy store, you'll want to barf. It's like girls get only this pink stuff. The pink aisle. The, pink the aisle. Pepto aisle. <laughs> it's just, it's really sad. So I think that's just another reflection of like, yeah, they're people have decided they want boys to be little boys well, to play with boys. Things. Also, the Justice League shirt that came out, did you see that? No. That left Wonder Woman off of it. They put all oh. the boys superheroes, but they didn't put Wonder Woman on it. And people are like, hmm. what the hell? And then, they, of course, they argued like, oh, well, you know, that was a mistake. Or <laughs> <laughs> We just forgot. Wonder who? <laughs> but they asked, like, you know, kids about it. Like, would you wear this shirt if Wonder Woman was on it? And they're like, sure. Like, yeah. like if just, they're not just going to buy the Wonder Woman shirt, yeah. probably. <laughs> but if it's got, you know... Everyone, yeah, on the whole Batman, squad. Superman, Aquaman, you know, that, all that stuff on there. Yeah, and, and also to flip, I don't think boys are going to wear just an Aquaman T-shirt. Either. Yeah, right. <laughs> I that think that's popular. a very fair point. Not that popular. I don't think anyone would have noticed, honestly, if they left off Aquaman. True. I, and we're going to get hate mail about that. Right <laughs> now, I mean, they have they are making that movie with Jason Momoa from. Uh, oh, Game I didn't know Thrones. that. Yeah. Oh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Momoa, that. Momoa. Cal Drago or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for making him oh. seriously. It's good I just work. had to say that. Just a round of applause. A moment for Momoa. A Momoa. I don't know Well, that was good. I think it was good. It almost came out of my mouth. It almost got there. Uh, yeah, so that's weird too. Like that they've they've shown like photos of that, and he's like all dark and tatted and like way different than. Don't mind if I do. Than yeah. is supposed to, there's normally. Normally Aquaman's like bleach blonde, <laughs> shirt, green boots. I talk to fish. Like it's not, it all dark and brooding, but that's the whole DC thing. Yeah. You can't really break away from that. Yeah. The movies are like really, really dark. Yeah, switch it up. I, I like it. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm definitely not complaining. <laughs> so you just just arrived in Storybook on Once Upon a Time. Yes. Um, yeah, just this past Sunday, it was so fun. Um, it's been great. It's uh Have you followed the show? No. I don't like the only TV shows I watch are like Game of Thrones, uh Being Mary Jane and like Sports Center and like Bill Maher sometimes. I think you just like became everyone's dream woman. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I I'm such a like I'm such a tomboy and mm. I just don't like I I've never really gotten into shows. My sister on the other hand is like I mean she watches I think like nine shows like the um Grim and uh, Vampire Diaries. Oh, wow, like yeah. All those, you know, CW and all those shows. Um, but I did, I, I got to see a few episodes leading up to, like, introducing my character uh, just for myself. Um, and it's such a fun show. Like, There's so, so much lore. It's such a world. Yeah, it's yeah. On, on paper, it looks like it would be kind of dumb. But then yeah. you watch it, and, like, I'm, I'm I'm into Disney. I have a Disney pass, you know, mm, season yeah. pass. Like, I love Disney yeah. stuff, but I'm paper it's just like disney hodgepodge it's so everybody's yeah, hanging it's, out it sounds so bizarre but you know 
it's it's actually really really cool and they're they're really smart about it they you know keep it really like fast paced and um really fun a lot of surprises and it's just been great and the entire cast i mean you know you hear actors say that all the time but like it really is a really fun cool cast like there's nobody there's no drama there's no whatever it's just fun and yeah it's been a dream come true i love it is it one of the most stylized things you've gotten to do I mean, like, it feels like when you watch it, the show has such a specific tone. Yeah. I, my, the the show is, my character personally is not that, like, I thought to, like, oh, I'm going to probably have, like, some insane outfits or whatever, yeah. and I'm just in, like, jeans, I'm like, what I'm wearing right now, <laughs> which is usually what happens to me. I'm always like, yes, I'm going to get to wear a cat suit and ears, and then I get there, and it's like, uh, you're in shorts and a tank top. Sorry. I'm like, ah. Um, but you're also, like, from the human world. Like, yeah. Like, the lost daughter of, spoiler, Maleficent <laughs> yeah. um, on the show. So, like, because there is a little bit of that angle of people that, like, are offsprings of these characters that come into things that have no idea idea what it is and then have yeah. to get kind of introduced into the world so it's like a very different journey than coming with this like fantasy backstory yeah. initially yeah. in it too yeah so it's very which different. is it's been cool it's been cool and i think i mean i hope you know maybe next season they'll bring me back or whatever and something crazy will happen you never know but it's been it's been really fun Maybe you'll get a cape next season. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just I want to like once, you know, because I I got to dress, you know, play dress up uh, major for Anna Nicole. Oh my gosh! Which was like for me because I'm not like I've gotten a lot more girlier, like with you know makeup and whatever, but still I'm like jeans and t-shirts girl with boots. Um, but not like that. prosthetic breasts and no, no. <laughs> you don't do that for your day to day. Up until that movie, I never even wore fake eyelashes before. Like oh, really? The, yeah. And so it was like fake eyelashes, wigs, fake boobs, heels that were insane, dresses that were just like not even there. Yeah. yeah, like it was it was super intense. Um, but I've never you know done like the the kind of actiony badass dress up thing. So that would be exciting. When you got it, Anna so. Nicole, like talk about having to play a larger than life character <laughs> yeah. because like most of her stuff was documented on E things and yeah. you know tabloid television in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, that's I'm, I'm assuming you did a bunch of research, watched a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and they were great. Uh, Lifetime and uh, Judith Verno, who I worked with before on Craigslist Killer at Lifetime, uh, she sent over like this huge because she had been working on this for years before I came along and. She, there's like this huge hot pink binder <laughs> filled with just every single interview, every wow. single like YouTube thing, pictures, interviews, magazines. Um, so I just, you know, for days would just be like on YouTube and on the internet, like checking her out and seeing, you know. But I read you guys that. had a really quick turnaround from like casting to shooting to yeah. rapping. Yes. I mean, that had to be as an actor, like going into a biopic that had to be really intimidating. Yes. I, it was. And I actually, I, I kind of, Turn, not turn the project down, but I, I didn't say yes for a long time um, because I was just so nervous about it. And I was like, okay, it's Lifetime, which, you know, they're stepping up their game as far as, you know, content and things like that. But um, I was like, Lifetime, Anna Nicole, like, this could be so yeah. bad. No, <laughs> like, like, just those two words can make it, like, yeah, it's like, ooh, it I could just, go either yeah. way. And I was, and, and just, you know, playing her, because I'm, yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm a tomboy, and for me, it was just like a fear thing. Like, I was, you know, afraid of stepping out of my comfort zone and putting on a dress and fake boobs. Um, <laughs> and that was another thing. I'm like, you know, I even told my brother after I, you know, got the, sh- the, the movie, 
was like, yeah, I'm going to be playing Anna Nicole. And just like looked at my chest and he was like, really? I was like, thanks. Like, I'm up thanks, here, bro. brother. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was really, really fast. We, I ended up, uh, um, finalizing everything. And then we, I think it was like a week later we were in Atlanta or two weeks later. And then we only had a week there to prep. Um, and we shot in four weeks. Wow. Um, and we went through, I mean, I don't even know how many decades of her life. <laughs> like it was just, it was, um, it was really, really fast paced, but it was fun. And, um, the makeup and, and, and special effects people like just saved, saved my life on that movie. Cause you spend so much time in the chair yeah, getting, you know, boobs plastered on you and like <laughs> wigs yanked and hair pulling oh my and just gosh. six different wardrobe changes a day. And sometimes we'd go from when, you know the 2000s to the 90s to the back to the 2000s it was just like and she was a person insane. who like changed so much like yeah you know, like the, the fluctuations were so yeah big. and her weight um which was you know we didn't have like a custom like fat suit or whatever uh made so like the wardrobe amazing wardrobe girls just pulled this like little fat suit together with like I think it was like cotton balls or something oh yeah we first put it on and I came to the set and um <laughs> Mary Mary was just like okay this is not I love I was just like literally the marshmallow man like not like because she had curves yeah she's never like round she's right. you know she got big but she always voluptuous yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, okay, let's take some out here. Let's put some in here. And it was just, you know, it was... Let's save these cotton balls over here. Yeah, it was so funny. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did it, like, blow your mind when you first got in the getup and just looked in the mirror and you're like, oh, my God, I'm Anna Nicole. Full, yeah. Like, I, I, we didn't have that much time, like we said, for, you know, prep. So um, we didn't have, like, real time to get, like, a professional wig. So I guess yeah. it takes, like, up to six weeks to get, like, a really good uh, wig done. And, um, so I was like, you know, fuck it. Let's just bleach my hair. And wow. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, let's, you know, I'm, if I'm going to go for this, I'm going to go for yeah. it. Right. So we did. And it was, um, it was pretty shocking when all of it was put together and we did like wardrobe, uh, the wardrobe tests and makeup tests and things like that, which they actually ended up using some of the test footage in, um, in the movie, which was oh, pretty wow. cool. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like for photo shoots or whatever it was. And, um, but yeah, it was it was really it was really fun. And it was interesting seeing like reactions, you know, especially like guys reactions on sets and you know like all that stuff cuz it was just so you know You're walking around so in another crazy. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah totally. So it was it was fun. Did people pay more attention to your intellect in that episode? <laughs> 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 well, yeah, it's you know, it's 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 cuz she was so, you know, and and but it it worked cuz she was so Anna Nicole was like that. It was like you looked at her and you didn't really like care for a second you know what, I mean? yeah. what she was gonna say or anything she was so gorgeous and so beautiful and you know she was tall she was a big girl so it was you know almost like breathtaking and then you striking know, yeah. yeah yeah you got an independent spirit award nomination for yes. blue car so awesome yes uh with david strathairn mm-hmm. who is a pretty fantastic actor yeah um, he's not bad <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty all right mm. you know you know, uh, if you're into that thing. <laughs> Talent blast. <laughs> and that was fairly early for you. Like kind of in, I mean, obviously it wasn't bold and beautiful early, but, um, what was that whole experience like, especially being nominated for something and getting to go to that whole thing? It was, um, at the time I was actually in Cayman Islands filming Haven when I oh, found wow. out and me and Victor Rasuk, who was also nominated at the same time, 
uh, Victor came running to my, uh, to my trailer and he was like, oh my God, you won't believe it. We got nominated. And at the time, I think I was like 17 or something and I didn't really even know what it was. Like, you know. <laughs> cool. What yeah, is it? Like, cool. Okay. <laughs> yay. Like somebody likes me. Um, but yeah, we found out there and we ended up going together and um, not like together, together, but you know, so you guys were dating at the time. <laughs> We've got a scoop, honey. Scoop, scoop it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool. I, I think um, Charlize Theron won for Monster, which is pff, whatever. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just remember being like, oh my god, I'm in the same like category. This yeah, is insane. That's like, amazing. It was so mind blowing to me at the time, and I was so nervous. And I think I wore some. I actually had red lipstick on, and I wore some ridiculous awful outfit and i was super pasty pale like super pale and i looked like gothic it was so weird i look back and i'm like what was i thinking i, I really don't you know you were young i know but it was just like damn okay and that was time, an opportunity then, that was an opportunity to turn it up oh yeah. wow and was it at that time still held like in a tent in santa monica that whole yep, thing yep it was in a tent it was uh is it yeah like right by the shutters hotel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right down by the pier mm-hmm yeah, that's it's always crazy because it's always like the day before the Oscars or like close to it. Or yeah, Will, it's like one of those like back. I think it's and you just can't drive anywhere in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Like- well, they always do the, like the Globes at the Beverly Hilton, which yeah. is like right down the street from here. And so it's always crazy for me to like when that's on like half the time. I'm like, should we just walk down? Like, because <laughs> helicopters are going, yeah. and everything's shut down and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and I actually did, I went to some ceremony thing that for for LA Theater Works that was in the same ballroom where they did that thing and it's not that big and I was like how do they fit everybody in here like, it's pretty crazy oh, yeah. yeah we just have those lenses on television stuff that makes everything look way bigger than it is and like yeah. if you go into studios where they tape stuff like this is a closet yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, yeah. this massive how are all those people doing all those estate? Right. it wasn't them it's so crazy <laughs> <laughs> camera photography tricks oh man oh, I'll get you Hollywood <laughs> and your craziness um well, let's do firsts. Great. We do a different first from life. Uh, this is, what was the first R-rated or racy thing you can remember watching behind your parents' back? Something that oh, you really God. wanted to see. Mm. Um, you know what? This is, this is wow. Um, I remember the first thing that was really like, because I, I, I would always sleep with the uh, door open because I would be afraid of the dark and I'd always like want to hear in the background, like my parents like still watching TV or whatever. Um, and it was, um, it's a show on HBO about sex. Red Shoe Diaries? No. That was one. Real sex. Real sex. And yeah. And I remember it coming on and being like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And in my head just being like, okay, wait, what's... (laughs) What's happening here? Yeah. What are they? Wait, okay, they're naked. Um, should I be watching this and like looking over to the door, <laughs> seeing if anybody was going to walk in? But it was like actually interesting to me, so I was I didn't want to turn it away. And real yeah. sex was like funny because like yeah, I think it was like a teenager when those started coming out. So you'd be like, what? And you'd watch them and you'd be like, that wasn't really sexy. Yeah, like, no, it, well, is. it was yeah. like all like it's from really a long ordinary time ago. people. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's yeah. a nudist colony yeah. in Hawaii. I remember one where, where a bunch of people were into being ponies and they're ponies, like riding yeah, and, like, each leather other and, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was not a good uh, look on them. <laughs> that stuff is so interesting to me. Like I just love, I love you know just watching weird shit like that. It was so I, that was that was one of the things that yeah, R rated. Yeah, yeah I, mine was, I think, it was Red Shoe Diaries, right? Like, with Duchovny. Duchovny, um, yeah, they're like erotic stories. It was either on Stars or HBO, but I remember, like, I, I was at... Showtime. Oh, yeah, I think it was Showtime. Um, or Cinemax? Skinemax? Is that what gave it the name? Skinemax. One of these. Skinemax was known for, like, Emmanuel movies that were on oh. late at night. Yeah, lot, <laughs> I just didn't know boobs. what it was, so, like, I was not at my house because we didn't have those channels. 
maybe my grandparents or something. And I was clicking through and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) boobies were out. And I just couldn't believe it. I remember feeling so shocked and like Mm -hmm. blushing, like that people were even allowed to do this. But I was like, well, I can't turn the channel now. I've got to know what happens in the plot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, for me, other than like the trick that teenage boys would figure out with cable, where it's like, if you, if you, change the channel really fast <laughs> next to like Playboy or whatever you would see it for like oh my a gosh second. boys are so it would, sad it like, would it would come in like that so you, you, you would change the, the channel creature. you would change the channel and be like boop and then it would go away and you'd be like you'd just oh that's enough that's enough let me get this in but it came in uh, other than that kind of thing um, I remember well, this is totally opposite of that but I really wanted to see A Fish Called Wando when it came out but oh, yeah. are, and it came out on video um they had like a restrict, like I could rent whatever I wanted. I had an account, but like they had a restriction that I couldn't rent R-rated movies yeah. or whatever. And so I, just, I really <laughs> wanted to see it. Then I was like, I'm just gonna try. Swap out like, the case. And I, I took it. You know, I took it up. Oh. And they at first like they didn't rent it to me because like you can't rent R. I was like, oh okay. Then I came back like when the shift change happened. Wearing a trench coat. <laughs> right. two, two kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, on each other's shoulders. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. We're an adult, and we would like to see. We're an adult. That racy British python comedy, <laughs> a fish called Wanda. But then they rented it to me to watch, and there's like nothing wrong. There's a couple there's f just words. Some language, yeah. It's just all it yeah. is. What a great but, movie. And it's fantastic. So I've seen my parents on that. They're like, yeah, we would have rented that for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I just didn't want to take the chance, man. Yeah. It's too risky. <laughs> too right. risky. You're not a, you're not a risk taker. So I think that was mine. Uh, all right, let's do my question thing. Let's, okay, great. Uh, we'll do a build a movie. We do these sometimes. Uh, we go around. We just uh, make a fictitious movie up. We add actors, whatever we want, plot elements. They up can to be us. from any point in time. So you yep, can living or dead. Living or dead. Um, since uh, all three of us uh, have a fondness for Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. Let's build a giant medieval swords and sorceries movie. Like, they okay. don't do those that much anymore. I noticed that you like Reign of Fire. That's one of the yes. last, one of the last yes. ones I can think of. So let's build a big thing like that. Okay. Um, then I see when I start. Starring me. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Can be in it. That's the way a businesswoman thinks, right? <laughs> let's put you I'm in like, it. What, what kind of I think okay. about this shit every day. I'm like, if I was like, because I, I even dress, the people ask my, like what's your style or whatever and i'm always like i'm i dress like i'm in a video game sometimes like i love that like if i could walk around like tomb raider every well, day i saw I you would. in one of your instagram pictures with those braids and i was like this woman is a warrior yes like, little braids yes, is like, like badass oh like, vikings that's another show i watch but yeah like that's i if i could walk around like that every day i would okay I don't know so why. what is your character yeah, we're gonna in this build world. this movie around you then hmm i don't know she's she's um she's definitely a warrior she fights She's got a big sword. Oh yeah, she yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> so so she's of. protecting her kingdom or people. Are you like a woods people or a kingdom? People? No, I want to be like a, king, a, a a woods people, like Robin Hood. Yeah, type thing. And you have a band of misfits. Yes. that are like all fighters that have been maybe like rejected from other tribes. With one, um, what's his name? Who do I want from? Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? When you I give me, you give me nothing. Yeah, no like, information. From that one. What's his name? All right, you've uh, eliminated okay. women. Okay. We know it's a man. <laughs> okay, Cal, Cal Prado. Robo, robo, uh, oh, you're talking about uh, from uh, No Country for Old Men? Yes, yeah. Uh, who brings the back? Yeah. Javier Bardem. Yeah, Javier okay. Bardem. Okay, yeah, so he's on your team. Oh, for sure. He could definitely right. be on my team. And how, how about this? You he's guys, a widowed man. You guys, uh, you have a small village 
thing and there's like a war like a kingdom that's trying to just take over the entire land so there's yeah. this thing so you're trying to defend your land yeah it's basically the thing Braveheart. And, and some people from other small places that are nearby are banding together to help thus yes uh javier bardem's character the widowed man who has three <laughs> children that are redheads and they're crazy and they're played by the olsen <laughs> all three of them yep all right all right uh they're like feral little woods people and he's a man and just a crazy man. Okay, keep going. There's also uh, an archer uh, who's conflicted design your team. He's played by Christian Slater, sort of uh, redeeming his shitty, shitty character from Robin Hood, uh, <laughs> Thieves. Uh, so yeah, he's he's an archer, and he just you know he really wants to help the kingdom. Oh my oh, god. Uh, okay, Mickey Rourke <laughs> is the king that's like encroaching on the space. I like you're like naming king. all my crushes. Like <laughs> Mickey uh, Rourke. Yes. Oh, honey, girl, have you seen um, Nine and a Half Weeks? Are you kidding me? That but have movie, you seen more like recent? I know, pictures? but still, like I see it in his eyes, man. He was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Well, you're gonna like, have to battle with him. In seriously? This film. Oh, battle him? Yeah. Why? He's the bad, he's the he's bad, the bad guy, guy oh, coming in. Guy. He would that be a sense. good bad guy, though. Yeah, he'd be a good like power hungry king. I yeah. can see that. All right, but then we maybe that. we have like a little romance because oh. like I'm into the bad guy mid battle. Yes, they drop their swords. Yes. And you don't know. It's like and there's fur just like randomly in the middle of the battlefield. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about like there's a backstory thing? They flashback to when you guys were kids, and uh, he was like a few years older than you, obviously. So, but he's uh, you used to go into the kingdom to do whatever, and then you had, to like, see him to, to see peddle him. your wares, seeing him like. And that's just that's before you he was were selling king. swords that you made yourself and and with your father, but he died by wow. this king's order. Oh my gosh! And my father was George Carlin. <laughs> All right. Flashback. That works. Yeah. Evan. Yeah. That would be my, amazing. Yeah. He's my dad. Seven words you can't say in the kingdom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, oh, man. I love him. All right. I like that. And then there's got to be a henchman underneath the king who oh. uh, who get, who get will end up battling who's, Javier Bardem or something yeah, else. Yeah. Like and he's really like – he's always like annoying. Like in um, like The Hobbit, there's a – who's the handsome guy? And then there's like that like – Really annoying, super dark hair. I oh, or the, the what if it's Iago from Aladdin? Gilbert Godfrey is the henchman. <laughs> no, the actual <laughs> parrot. Not like Gilbert the Godfrey. Iago. No, Gilbert's. I'm going to go off the mic for this. But Gilbert's. Uh, he could be. He could be in it. That would be good. I'm going to yeah. battle you now. <laughs> I'm taking out my sword. We're going to have a sword fight. Okay. Yeah. That is yucky. It still scared oh, the man. hell out of our. Uh, I really <laughs> want to see this movie. Yeah. We got we gotta name it. Oh, okay. Um, <sighs> blood, fur, war. <laughs> That's the tagline. That's not the title of it. That's the tagline. That is the tagline. That's what's underneath the title. Blood, fur, fur war. war. Uh, it's gotta be something like Sword of the Woods or something like... Something. Sword of the Woods. Sword Lust? Sword That's Lust? That's a porn. Yes, That's Sword Lust. That is definitely a... That probably is a porn. Yeah. Right? Sword uh, Lust. <laughs> It's uh, good though. I mean, I'd see sword lust. The, the sword luster. All right, let's, just, let's roll the that. Sword luster. The sword yeah, luster. The there you go. I like oh, it. Oh boy, that's what it's called the sword luster. Taking Hollywood <laughs> this Blood summer for war. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on landing yeah. that yes, cherry roll. Thank you. Thank you. Did you know yes. the casting person? <laughs> I'm doing it. There we go. At first, it was the Untitled Sword Lust Project, but now they just landed on Sword Luster. Okay, I have questions for you now. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? 
Mm, no, but I saw one of them <gasps> at um, a, the. There's a. I don't think it's there anymore. It used to be a yogurt shop on Laurel Canyon and hmm. Ventura. And I used to go there before auditions and make my mom, because I grew up, she's Russian. We grew up like super healthy eating and everything. But before an audition, she would want to make me happy. So we went and got like yogurt, which was like a bad thing. Um, and it was like this coffee yogurt mix or whatever. And I remember seeing one of them there once and just, they're really tiny. Oh my god! I, I have never, I don't know the older, I think the older one is, or is she younger? The one that's not Elizabeth. Elizabeth yeah. is younger. She is? Yeah, I think oh, wow. so. I think she's slightly younger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she's taller. <laughs> Definitely taller. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I just remember thinking, because I'm, bi- I'm like, I'm a big girl, and I just remember seeing her and being like, wow, she's really, really small. That's where my fascination comes from. Yeah. They're so miniature. She does ask they're, it every single And they're single billionaires. <laughs> and whenever people see them, it's always like this. It's always like, I've never met them, but they were leaving this place I was once, and they were so small. Everybody. Well, this is like the 177th episode, I believe. Yep. And we've, she asked it, she's asked it since episode every, one. Because yeah. I'm a real journalist. Right. Yeah. And I feel like... Actual meaning is maybe twenty, yeah, out of one hundred seventy-seven, yeah. and then wow. maybe like another Sightings. thirty or forty more that have said, "Oh, I saw them once in the corner of a bar," right? yeah, and then they cloud <laughs> of smoke happened, and yeah. disappeared. Well, they are very kind of like little magical creatures, yeah, and they they wear like really big baggy no, stuff. No, they all look the time. like they came out of the dark crystal. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're so gilflings. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> okay, Everything. if you could redo any Angelina Jolie movie with yourself as the lead, what do you do? Oh man, um, shoo! Uh, if you were to ask me this like five, six years ago, I'd say "Girl Interrupted." Mm-hmm. Um, I used to watch that like before almost every audition, um, just because everyone in that movie is amazing. So but yeah. she was just so incredible. Um, but right now, I'd say uh, Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you might go Maleficent. Whoa, what a curveball. Mm. Uh, once Upon a Time fans are yeah. boiling. Hate <laughs> <laughs> mail. Nobody wants to How dare mom. you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you frustrated a wizard, and he's giving you a choice between two sort of tricky rewards, but they're also kind of punishments. Either you get to go on a three-year holiday uh, with four people of your choosing to anywhere in the world, uh, but you don't get to act again. But you have this three-year, like, all expenses, whatever you want to do with your four favorites. Mm-hmm. Or for the next ten years, you could have all your dream projects, but you couldn't see any friends or loved ones. It would just be to set and then to an empty this room. This wizard's definitely. a jerk. <laughs> no. Um, no, definitely the, the, the holiday one. I can't Aww. stay away from my family and friends. Yeah, Good answer. Yeah. Who are I've the got, four people? <laughs> I, I have my sister Jane, my best friend Manny, and my dad. Oh. Yeah. That's a nice little yeah. squad. Yeah. Where That's will you squad. go? Um, gosh, we've gone. We, I've traveled so, since I was little so much, and I, I love traveling. Like, I, if I couldn't travel, I'd be so miserable. Um, oh, Hungary, probably, Ooh. for a little bit. It's where my dad's from, and we speak it, and... It's an amazing place, and they have really good food. And I heard they're oh. using that as the location for the sword luster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Spielberg, I think, actually has studios there now or something, I heard. Um, uh, yeah, that would be great. I actually got to, I got to work in Hungary. Oh, really? Yeah, for the first time for um, Covert Affairs. Oh, cool. Yeah, we went there for, like, I think it was, like, five days or something, but it was so trippy and, and awesome and um, got to, you know... Be able to like speak my my like 
language and it was that's amazing really fun yeah. yeah so you speak hungarian fluently yeah fluent hungarian and then i understand most of russian but it's it's harder for me to speak it can yeah. you say um you're listening to the pop my culture podcast in hungarian i'm just curious what that would sound like oh my gosh i don't know the accent um we would never know. Yeah, like, you could be like giggity boogity, and no, we'll be like, "Perfect, so great." <laughs> you know, I, I, because I don't know how to do a Hungarian accent. It's so funny, and I like my mom has the like the thickest Russian accent you can ever. <laughs> like, still to this day, she's been here for you know almost thirty five years or something, and she's still it's like really heavy. So I always do her accent, and I for some reason like I'll start doing an accent, and it'll turn into like a Russian one. <laughs> Like, you know, Indian, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, that was Russian. <laughs> that was mom again. Yeah, that was, she was mom again. <laughs> um, okay, would you rather be cast as the lead in an all-female version of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? But it's a talented cast of unknowns. Oh, Vanessa wrote these late at night. Um, or play Meryl Streep's daughter in a movie, but you're not allowed to read the script. Oh. Damn. I know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, oh gosh I don't know one flew over the cuckoo's nest all female cast probably be wouldn't that be badass yeah I was just like sort of spitballing my head thinking of things and then I was like that should happen and yeah it should be Dr. Ratchet so like he's Ooh. male that would be why good. is he a doctor now that he's a man okay yeah. motherfucker <laughs> he's still a nurse alright right. All right, you're right you're right ouch you have to go all vaguely up. We just went there. <laughs> um, okay, and this is your final question. They are making you an anchor on Sports Center for one week. What mm-hmm. sport do you cover, and who do you co-anchor with? Um. Oof. Uh, God, I don't know. It, it's a hard choice between football, covering football, and Formula One. Um, those are my two favorite sports. I like to follow and watch because they're fun to watch. Um. I want to say Formula One because I like there's three anchors that always do Formula One. I forget their names, but there's like this British guy, uh, two British guys and one American. And um, they're really funny and just seem really cool to hang out with. But my anchor would be um, Rihanna. Oh, whoa! Yeah, my anchor would be that Rihanna. Was a curveball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Because that that bitch seems like she has so much fun no yeah. matter what's going on, and like you know what I mean. Like she's no matter where she is, I've never seen her be like upset. Like or even ever. just normal. It's yeah. like turned up. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's that she's just high all the time. Which probably <laughs> I don't is think like, it hurts. Yeah. No, but it, I, she's just never like everything she does. It's like wow, you are having the time of your life, and so I think she'd be really good at like you know keeping it fun. That's awesome. Yeah. You did it. You gave great answers and great podcasts. Awesome. (laughs) So people can uh, obviously watch the rest of Once Upon a Time this season. And you've got a couple episodes coming up on that. And then The Return is wrapping up. Yes. So watch that. Uh, They can follow you on Twitter. You're on there. They can. Yeah. Um, Agnes Bruckner won. Screw Agnes Bruckner. I know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, when I was making it, like, I, I, there was, I think somebody had taken my name and I was just like, what am I going to, you know, put my birth date or yeah. what? Like, what are you going to put? I was just like, one. Because like, I'm, I'm number, number one. one. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you think. So stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. Agnes Bruckner one. And same, it's same for um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And then I have a Facebook fan page, which I don't really know how you would get to that. 
Probably just, just look my type it in. Yeah, <laughs> probably just put in my yeah. name. Try a search engine, guys. <laughs> yeah, you'll be amazed at Dog what you can find. We're on Twitter as well. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening and thanks for being here, Agnes. Yeah, thanks for having Yay. me. This was fun. Yay! Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>